Got it. Yo, that's insane. It's a little more natural. <laughs> okay, let's go. Um, we are continuing to uh, spend our Thursday nights dedicated towards Limit of Anyan Israel. We're going to continue tonight. Um, we saw last time, if you remember, a couple of different things. We saw that the Chazal and the Gemara and Shabbos and Aflamad Aleph tell us that Zerotim is associated with Emuna, a certain association there. For Rashi, it means that in the world of Zerotim, I have to have faith in my fellow man when he says he's so many things. But for Tosvos, for Yerushalmi, that Zerotim on some level strengthens our Emuna in the Rabbonu Shalom. We also saw last week that there are a lot of different mitzvahs that may be dependent and associated with Eretz Yisrael. Some of them are clearly not mitzvahs atliyos ba'aretz. The fact that Kiddush HaChodesh, sanctifying the new moon, has to happen in Eretz Yisrael, is not what you call in Yon kind of a sugya. It's a din that happens to be relevant in Eretz Yisrael, but it's not a function of the land or the ground. You wouldn't call it a mitzvah atliyah ba'aretz. On the other hand, it's fairly clear that we do have in the world of Zrayim a lot of different mitzvahs that seem to be associated with things that grow, that grow from the ground. Trumos and maestros, so truma is associated with Trumos and maestros as classic mitzvahs that there's kedusha in the ground. When your produce grows from the ground, so you have a requirement to separate some of that produce and give the truma to a kohen, the maestro to a levi. There's something about the kedusha of the karka that impacts the items that are grown that are grown from it. We saw last week that some discussion, even those things associated with the ground, some are in the category of what's called the mitzvah pliyah ba'aretz, and some are in the category that are not considered to be mitzvah pliyah ba'aretz. What I want to try to speak about tonight a little bit is the mitzvah of chala, how chala compares to trumos and maisros, how it compares to it, what the nature of the mitzvah of chala happens to be, happens to be, and some of the, we'll begin at least with a little bit of a nafkamina or two maybe, about what exactly, uh, why, that, why that would be. So let's, let's begin like this. On the one hand, so trumos, maestros, and chala all share a good deal in common. They grow from the ground. In the case of trumos and maestros, when the produce grows from the ground, at some point I give to a kohen and a levi, chala, so again, Chumos and Maestros are Chayav and Chumos and Maestros, different stages, but first it has to be Hava, Shlish, the, the food has to be, the fruit, the produce has to be a certain degree of ripeness. Then it requires Gemar Malach or Meruach, has to be that finish the work in the Sadat. But there are certain times fairly early on in Chumos and Maestros where my produce in Eretz Yisrael here, I'm Chayav to separate Chumos and Maestros. Chala. So chala is a gift which I give to a kohen. It's one of the 24 manos kahuna. But you're only chayiv and chala at a much later stage in the process. Chala is only when I've taken that wheat and I've worked with that meat, with, with, with that wheat, and for now we'll assume it's Gilgal Ha'isa, when I've started to, to suddenly have some dough. At a much later stage in the process, suddenly you are chayiv, suddenly you're chayiv and chala. But there seem to be a lot of similarities. It's produce that grows to the ground. Things have to happen to that produce, and when they do, you're trying to separate them. And they all go to Kohanim, to Kohanim and Leviim. Not only would I think that Chala and Truma are similar, but if you look in the Psukim in Parsha Shlach, when the Torah refers to the mitzvah of Chala, the Torah refers to this mitzvah separating from the dough, 
and giving it to a Kohen. So, and this is noted by the Gemara in Mesachas Me'ila and Daf Tezvav Mebeis, that we actually call Chala in the Chumash, Truma. It's called Truma also. The Pasuk that refers to Chala says, When you're suddenly eating bread, the dough or the bread, Tarimu Truma Lashem, separate Truma. Reishis Arisosechem, the first of your, kind of that kind of dough or whatever that is, Chala, Tarimu, Truma. So he seemed to call Chala Truma. So it seems to be on one level very, very similar. Because it's very similar, so the Mishnah, let's say as an example, and Chala tells us that Truma and Chala share a lot of similar halachas because Chala is also called Truma. So as an example, the same way that there's a particular kind of Isser, if a non-Kohen eats Truma, if a non-Kohen eats Truma, he's Chai of Misa, he has to... He has to pay back a chomesh, pay back 25% of the, meaning 125% of whatever, of whatever he ate, an additional, an additional quarter or so. So this, that's also true when it comes to chala. As the Rambam writes, Matzinu shekara Hashem lechala, truma, Rambam perish Mishnah and chala, we call truma, we call chala truma, and we learn one, we learn one from, from the other. In that sense, there are definitely some similarities. On the other hand, there are also differences between trumos and maestros and chala. There seem to be some differences, some differences between them. One we already referenced. Truma becomes chayev at a much earlier stage. When the produce is still the produce, before man has done really that much to it, it's already chayev and truma, and you could at least separate it once it's already pretty ripe, but yeah, but you could separate it, you're entirely good to go. Chala only kicks in at a much at a much later stage. Chala only kicks in at a much later stage, which already begins to get us to think a little bit that maybe Chala and Shuma are a little bit are a little bit different, a little bit different as far as when exactly it's going to it's going to kick in. So the main question that we're going to try to ask tonight, which some achronomath explicitly, is the following question: We know that Shumos and Maestros are regular mitzvahs at Kliyos Ba'aras. Their mitzvah is incumbent upon the land and Kuzar Yisrael. Is Chala basically the same as Truma? In the sense that we call Chala Truma, it's basically the same as Truma. And any exceptions or any distinctions we find between Chala and Truma, those are secondary, those are technical, that's for side reasons. But fundamentally, Chala and Truma are basically the exact same. They're all on the list of mitzvah Tliyos Ba'arat, they share the same halachas. Alternatively, is it possible... That while we have a limud that calls chala truma, and sometimes we learn from chala to truma, that does not mean at all that they are really the same. That doesn't mean at all that it's really the same. It's possible, bikurim, as an example, the Gemara says in Me'ilah, and Tesvav, is also called truma. This week's parsha, bikurim, the, the shivas haminim, when they finally become ripe, I bring them to Yushalayim. Bikurim is very different. It's also called truma. Maybe it's a limud. We call Chala Truma, but Chala is really a very different kind of mitzvah. Chala is really a very different kind of mitzvah, and maybe, perhaps, it's the kind of mitzvah which is not even really a mitzvah tluya v'aretz. It's not really a mitzvah which is where Kedusha emerges from the land itself, but rather it comes from somewhere else. Unsurprisingly, we find a Machlokas Harishonim about this particular point. Is Chala a, really a mitzvah tluya v'aretz or not? 
The same way that Shumas and Maestros get their Kedusha, they have their status by virtue of growing from the ground, is that true about Chala as well or not? So Rashi, in at least two places, tells us that Chala is a mitzvah tliya ba'aretz. In Kiddushin and Dafla Mezayin, when he lists the examples of Chova Sakarka, mitzvah tliya ba'aretz, Rashi writes, Kigon Chumos, Umaisos, Chala, Leka, Chichapeya, Vechule. Rashi says Chala is a mitzvah tliya ba'aretz. Rashi as well in Beitza and Daftes also writes Chala is a mitzvah tliya ba'aretz, called mitzvah tliya ba'peros ha'gedelim ba'aretz, it's a mitzvah tliya ba'aretz. That is also the opinion of Tosfos in Kiddushin on Daflamit Vava Mebeis. Tosfos assumes that Chala is a mitzvah tluya ba'aretz, that it's just like Truma in that sense. Akadekach, that Tosfos quotes a Kasha. The Kasha is, the Mishnah says in Mesechas Kiddushin, that all the mitzvah tluya ba'aretz only apply in Eretz Yisrael, except for Orla and Kilayim. The Mishnah says, Orla and Kilayim, we're in the Sugis of Kilayim, Baruch Hashem, Devarim Chavivim, so we are, so the, uh, so Orla and Kilayim, that applies outside of Eretz Yisrael also, but they're the only exception, the Middle Tzibarat, that apply outside of Eretz Yisrael. So as the Yerushalmi, Tobos quotes the Yerushalmi, as a Kasha, doesn't Chala also apply in Chutzla Eretz? If a person bakes bread in Chutzla Eretz, so they have to separate, they have to separate uh, Chala, separate Chala. I did it for the first time in my life, I believe, on a date with my wife. We, uh, we separated Chalot together. It's a very powerful moment. Uh, guess so. Also, we hung together. That, was, that actually went terribly. The Chalot date was much better, which is why I'm speaking about that now in the Hamantash. There's a... Um, when it comes to, when it comes to Chala, so Tolpa says, isn't Chala also a mitzvah tibaris that, 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 that applies in Chutzlaretz? And Tolpa quotes the Yerushalmi. What do you see from Etzem that question? That Chala is a mitzvah tuya ba'aretz. Tosfo says, we probably should have even asked about Truma and Meisr also, because some days in Chazal think that Trumas and Meisros are also mitzvahs atuyas ba'aretz that apply in Chutzlaretz in certain locations. Fine. But Tosfos tells us there, again, Tosfos to Yushalmi, the Yushalmi's assumption is, Chala is a mitzvah hatluya ba'aretz. Chala mitzvah hatluya ba'aretz. Okay. We haven't clarified why this matters yet, but we'll get the machokas down. However, the Tosfos rush in Meseches Tulin, Andaf, Tchuflam, and Vavam, and Aleph, the Tosfos rush holds that Chala is not a mitzvah hatluya ba'aretz. It's not a mitzvah hatluya ba'aretz. Says the Tosfos Rush, how do I know that Chal is not a mitzvah tliya ba'aretz? He says because there's one day that holds that Chal is a chiyav de oraisa in chutzaretz. It must be it's not a function of the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael at all. It's rather it's a din. It's a chiyav. It's a chiyav de oraisa, but it's not a mitzvah tliya. Not a mitzvah tliya ba'aretz. Not a mitzvah ba'aretz. So we've seen thus far that Chal and Truma share some similarities. They share the same iser for a non-kohen to eat it. They share the same iser. There are some points of overlap. The Torah calls Chala Truma. On the other hand, there seems to be a whole story showing him there are certain differences. Chala is only Chayav at a later stage in the game. Is it a mitzvah tuliva aretz or is it not a mitzvah tuliva aretz? Seems to be a machlok as ha rishonim. Why does it matter? Why does it matter if it's a mitzvah tuliva aretz or not? What's a nafkamina? So we'll give one potential nafkamina. If you learn the sugya really, really well, 
or even I guess moderately well. So it could be that you would you you would have a ara on this, but it's nafkamina at least for for some for some shitas. There is a Mishnah in the second parak of Mesechas Chala. It's Parak Bey's Mishnah Aleph. Says the Mishnah in Mesechas Chala, Peros Chutz La'aretz, Shenichnesu La'aretz, Chayavim Bechala. If I have Peros or items that grew in Chutz La'aretz, I brought them into Eretz Yisrael. I brought them into Eretz Yisrael. And in Eretz Yisrael, when the dough became ready, Gilgul Ha'isa, whatever that means will define, you're chayav in chala. You're chayav in chala. Now, that Mishnah, if I hold, if I hold that chala is a mitzvah tluya ba'aret, there's something a little bit odd about this particular Mishnah. Because typically, mitzvahs tluya ba'aret get their status from the fact that they grow, that they grew in the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. They're chovas akarka. They grew in Eretz Yisrael. So if you want to tell me, I would have thought, I would have thought, that chala, if it's a mitzvah tluya ba'aretz, should not be chayav. If I bring the stuff that grew in chutz la'aretz into Eretz Yisrael, I would have thought that you are not chayav. So what's going on? So if I learn, if I learn this, are the Sefer Hamakna writes the Sefer Hamakna, one of the great achronim in Kiddushin there. And that's the Makna says chala is not a mitzvah tluya ba'aretz. You know how I know chala is not a mitzvah tluya ba'aretz? Because if chala grew in chutz la'aretz where there's no Kedusha in the ground, and you brought it into Eretz Yisrael, and that's where it developed, and that's where there was Gilgal Ha'isa, and that's where it was Chayev, you're Chayev, you're Chayev. Pashtas is, Pashtas is, that that Chayev is a Chayev Do'oraisa, even though it has no Kedusha from the ground of Eretz Yisrael. So apparently, it's not a Mitzvah Tluya Ba'aretz. Apparently it's not a Mitzvah Tluya Ba'aretz. What do I hold if I hold that Chala is a mitzvah tluya ba'aretz. Mitzvah tluya ba'aretz means lechora. It's taloi ba'aretz. It has to grow from the ground of Eretz Yisrael. So why is chala going to be considered? If it grows from the ground, why is chala going to be considered? Why am I chayav if I bring it in from chutz la'aretz into Eretz Yisrael? So the Kesef Mishnah holds, the Kesef Mishnah holds in one day, in Hilchos Trumos, in Perik Alav HaChavez, the Kesef Mishnah holds, it's only a chi of midrabana. It's a chi of midrabana. But Mida Oraisa Chala is not a mitzvah tluya. Sorry, Mida Oraisa Chala is a mitzvah tluya ba'aretz. It has to grow from the ground of Eretz Yisrael. Mamish says the Kesef Mishnah Lichora. Whatever I would say about Chala, I would probably also say about Trumos and Maisros. Then maybe it's kind of simple to Rambam that Trumos and Maisros and Chala are all chayav when you bring them in. The Mishnah it's only a chi of Midrabana. So why does it matter if Chala, Chumar, Mitzvah, Tulis, Ba'aretz, or not? So the, the first major nafkamina, when the Mishnah says, if I bring in stuff from Chutzlar, it's a guru in Chutzlar, it's into Eretz Yisrael, is that going to be Chai of Do'oraisa, or only Chai of Bidurabana? Mitzvah, Tulis, Ba'aretz, only Durabana, didn't grow on the ground. If it's not, it's going to be, it's going to be there. <coughs> the second possible nafkamina that, that we sort of referenced before is in the Topos Rosh. Could it make sense for Chala to be Chayav Mida Oraisa in Chutz Aretz. The more that the mitzvah Tliya Ba'aretz, that shita would be would be somewhat would be somewhat surprising. The Sefer Hamakna claims, like we mentioned, that it's not a mitzvah Tliya Ba'aretz. What does he do? He actually has an interesting shot. He did not mitzvah. I'm not mitzvah Tliya Ba'aretz. 
Remember we referenced that the Mishnah says that all Mitzvahs Ba'aretz are Chayev only in Eretz Yisrael except for Orla Vikilayim. And the Yushalmi says, ah, oh, what about Chala? Isn't Chala Mitzvah which is Chayev even in, even in Chutz Laaretz? So Sefer Amachna says, that's the Yushalmi's Kasha. Why is the Bavli ask that Kasha? Because Chala is not a Mitzvah Tzuyah That's why Chala can apply. The Mishnah did not feel the need to mention it. They're at the point grave, not, they're not worried about it, not worried about it at all. We've seen thus far, again, we've seen thus far, Machlokas Harishonim, how similar is Chala Chuma, are they different, are they similar, what exactly the nature of that, uh, of that difference may be. One Nafkamina, fruit that comes, things that grow in Chutzla Aretz, you bring into Eretz Yisrael, and that's what becomes dough, you Chayav do Oraisa, doesn't matter that it didn't grow from the ground, or is it Chayav, or is it Chayav Midera, Fana. Clarity is a whole thus far? Okay, fine. What does the Rambam hold? What does the Rambam hold? So Rosenzweig points out that there are many, many indications in Rambam that the Rambam thinks that Chala is not a mitzvah tliyabarat and that Chala is very different than Truma in a lot of different areas. And we'll, we'll point out how he proves that. We'll give you a, at least, I guess, probably three or so, three or so uh, examples of, uh, of where you see this. First, Rosenzweig points out that the Rambam does something very odd in Sefer, in Sefer Zerayim, in Sefer Zerayim. Sefer Zerayim is the Rambam Sefer. The Rambam is very careful in the way in which he organizes and places things in a particular, again, in a particular kind of order. The order of Sefer Zerayim is Hilchos Kilayim, Matnos Aniyim, Trumos Maestros, Maestros Sheni, Hilchos Bikurim, Shama and Spita Biyoga. So first of all, the Rambam has no Hilchos Chala. No Hilchos Chala. Where would you have anticipated the Rambam would have put Hilchos Chala? Hilchos Chala. So if you're a Rashi person, it's a mitzvah to Ba'aret, and it's exactly like Truma. So I would have thought that Hilchos Chala should potentially be placed in the end of Hilchos Trumos. Chala is a form of Truma. Chala is called Truma. Either both to Tuyas Ba'aret. We learn a lot of Dinim from one to the other. That's where I would have put it. But where does the Rambam put it? Non Trumos. Not in Maestros, not in Maestro Shani. In the Imperic Hay of Hilchos Bikurim, when the Rambam is going through the 24 Manaskehuna, that's where he puts Chala. He separates Truma from Chala in a very intense way. So the Radvaz asks the Kasha. The Radvaz says, why is the Rambam doing this? Put Truma, put Chala much earlier, put it closer, put it closer to Truma. So Ronsweig points out, Lichora, you see from Etzem the fact of where the Rambam even placed it of where the Rambam even placed it, that Chala is different than Truma. Chala is a different standard. That's the first sort of indication. The second indication in Rambam, the second indication in Rambam, is that the Rambam does something else which is really interesting as far as the comparison goes. Trumos, Maestros, and Chala all are Chayev only in Eretz Yisrael. For Trumos and Maestros, the Rambam assumes that to be very obvious. He writes in the beginning of Hilchos Trumos, Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, Trumos and Maestros are only knowing in Eretz Yisrael. Period. He doesn't feel the need to bring a mucker. He puts it in the way beginning of Hilchos Trumos and Maestros. Trumos and Maestros are Mitzvot Ba'aretz. It's all about the use of the land. It's obvious in Eretz Yisrael. No need to even justify it by bringing in a mucker. When it comes to Chala, the Rambam doesn't write at the beginning of Hilchos Chala, the beginning of Perakei, Hilchos Bikurim, that it's only Shaykh and Eretz Yisrael. He waits till five halachas later, 
he tells you there, by the way, Chala is only in Eretz Yisrael. But as opposed to Truma, where it was obvious and it didn't even need a mucker, when it comes to Truma, when it comes to Chala, the Rama feels the need to quote a Pasuk. Shenemar the Raman feels the need to clarify a source that's only Chayv and Eretz Yisrael. Why does Raman feel the need to bring a Pasuk that Chala is only Chayv and Eretz Yisrael? Because I really would have thought Chala is not a Mitzvah to Yibaretz. That's why it's away from Hilchos Trumos. And that's why I would have thought it should apply in Chutz Laretz also. So what do we do? I have to learn that it only applies in Eretz Yisrael. It has a special Pasuk teaching me that it only applies, it only applies in Eretz Yisrael. That's the only place where it is going to be where it's going to be relevant. He points out, again, you have a bunch of other contexts where, uh, where this comes up, where this comes up. What we're going to do, one of the ways that we're going to use Chala, I don't mean use like in a, like, uh, like inappropriately using Chala, but one of the ways that we're going to learn the figures of Chala is the more, this comparison, Chala is very different than Chumas or Maestros, or Chala is really the same, is going to be very important for a lot, a lot of sugyas as we go through sugyas and Zerayim. So we speak about, let's say as an example, sugyas of Tevel, that until it's usher to eat produce until Truma's taken off, usher to eat produce until Chala's taken off. They have the same kind of Tevel or different kinds of Tevels. A lot of different distinctions. Rav Chaim has a big discussion about what time, what part of the process, and Chayim and how that works. We're going to speak about a lot, a lot of those, a lot of those different things. I do want to share with you, it's like uh, Salvechik had a beautiful vort based on this lambdas, a beautiful vort, which I think is a, uh, is a, it's a compelling one, and it, and it really expresses, I think, part of what makes Chala unique, in many ways different than, different than Truma. We'll try to share that and develop that in the next, I guess, five or six minutes. B'nai Yisrael and Parsha Shlach. B'nai Yisrael and Parsha Shlach, so the Miraglim come. And after the Miraglim come, Belaylahu, on that particular night, it was decreed, the Gemara tells us, on that night of Tishabav, that all the entire Dor Hamidbar is not going to make their way into Eretz Yisrael. The Dor Hamidbar is not going to make their way into Eretz Yisrael. Okay? Following that, following that, Chumash tells us, the Rebona Shalom teaches for the first time the mitzvah of Chala there in Parsha Shlach. The mitzvah of Chala. That Derech Agav in and of itself is intriguing. Because why is Chala only going to be taught here? L'chorah should have been taught with Truma, maybe. But why Chala's place is Dach and Parsha But many of the Farshim are bothered by a question, which is, there seems to be something deeply cruel about teaching the Din of Chala once you have already, once you've already been told, like, you're not going to have to Israel. It's like, well, guess what? One more mitzvah you won't be getting, and that mitzvah, and that mitzvah is Chala. And that mitzvah is Chala. Seems to be something a little bit, a little bit, um a little bit cruel about it on some level, okay? And maybe it is, you know, who knows? Maybe, I mean, they were told they were going to die in the Midbar. I don't know if like, getting the Mitzvah Chala is like, you know, worse news than that. But, okay. But why Dafka the Mitzvah Chala? Whatever we're trying to convey, why convey it Derech the Mitzvah Chala? There's so many Mitzvahs that are unique to Eretz Yisrael. There's a Mitzvah in Parshki Savo here of Bikurim, the first fruits bring to the base of Mikdash. There are mitzvahs of Trumas and Maestros. Why is, the, why is the mitzvah that we have immediately following the mitzvah of Chala? Why is that what follows in Parsha Shlach? So Salvechik had a very, very beautiful idea. 
It's a very, very beautiful idea. I would say you can take it or leave it, but I, I urge you to take it. The Rav, the, the Rav said as follows. What was the chait of the Miraglim? The chait of the Miraglim, he points out from the Ramban, was that the Miraglim didn't believe, not that Eretz Yisrael was special, but a, a major suffix that the Miraglim had was about man's capacity to handle Eretz Yisrael. Man's capacity to handle Eretz Yisrael. F.S. Ki'az Ha'am, Torah says, V'nei, says that, says the Ramban, the nations there, there are Rimbetsuros, that, that, that there's something there which is Chazaku, it's strong, it's real, it's there. B'nai Yisrael doesn't have the capacity, doesn't have to be able to, doesn't have the capacity to handle it. Said Salvechik, the real chate of the Miraglim was not the denial of Kedushas Eretz Yisrael, it was the denial of man's capacity to properly be able to tackle, benefit, and gain from Eretz Yisrael. We can't do it. They're too strong there. There's too much there. The land doesn't produce what you want it to produce. We're not going to be able to get it. The nation can't do it. The nation can't do it. Said the Rav, said the Rav as follows. Chala is different than every other of the mitzvahs there in the world of Zerayim. Bikurim become chaya. Once they're ripe, you put everything around, it's more or less good to go. Tumos and maestros, it's a fairly natural process of which there could be a chalos of truma and maeser early on. What makes the mitzvah of chala unique and perhaps what makes the mitzvah of Chala not one of the mitzvah HaTuliya Ba'aretz, it's found in Eretz Yisrael. But the mitzvah of Chala only kicks in once man has developed and conquered the land. Once man has grown that wheat and been able to take that wheat and to produce it, to produce it into something which is, which is bread. As opposed to the Chiyot, Twist and Maestros, which are fully Novea, make Kedushas Ha'aretz, Chala is not Novea the same way from Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. You know what generates the Chiv of Chala? When you take it and you make it into dough. Haraya, if you take things from Chutz Eretz and you bring it into Eretz Yisrael, and there you're making it into dough, they're making it into dough, it's not a function of Eretz. It's about man's capacity to function well in Eretz Yisrael. It's about man's capacity, man's capacity to be successful there. Therefore, instead of Salvechik, that's why that was the mitzvah that we got following to respond to the Miraglim. The Miraglim made a taina. Their taina was that man, B'nai Yisrael, will not be able to be successful in Eretz Yisrael. We won't be able to properly benefit and use that which takes place in the kark of Eretz Yisrael. The response is the mitzvah of Chala, not so. We do have the ability to do so. We have a special mitzvah even that celebrates the bracha that we get by being able to use that which comes. It's not a function of the Eretz Yisrael. The mitzvah of Chala is not a mitzvah of Maybe for Rambam, for Tosos Rosh, for Sefer Machneh. The mitzvah of Chala is a mitzvah that notes, that celebrates what we can do ourselves with produce in Eretz Yisrael. What we're able to create and what we are able, and we're able to do. The fichach nisna mitzvah chala kam parzashlach la'afuke midibas hamaraglim. Chala comes to preclude what the maraglim thought. That that which we do in Eretz Yisrael, we can reap reward from that. That we can all benefit from that which takes place, from that which takes place in, in Eretz Yisrael. The first week this year, we introduced certain ideas. Introduced an idea last week about Zram and Amunah, Mitzvah Tzvi Parts in general. Today, certain ideas about Chala and Shuma. We're going to do Ezra Hashem going forward, is we're going to be speaking about different, very Yisotistic dinim that exist in Mitzvah Tzvi Parts in regards to Chala and other things, speak about how they play out and how they work really sort of tackle some very fundamental ideas that Be'ez Hashem can open up, uh, again, a lot of different possibilities. We'll try to do a good job with it. Have a wonderful rest of your night.
Yeah. 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 Yeah.